Well, leading up to Port Adelaide versus Essendon, welcome to Adelaide listeners for the first time. Mark Howe with you, Chris Judd, Luke Darcy. We've got Andy Lee, who's came in and told us about his medical situation, which is taken <laughs> care of, Damien Barrett and Nathan Brown. And we are very, very happy, in fact, quite excited to be joined by the CEO of the AFL. We're all excited, although, Nate, before I introduced Gil, when he said, I know I had to bring a bottle of wine, I don't know too much else because I've never heard the show. <laughs> Might have just flattened us a little bit, Nate. <laughs> I reckon he's heard the show. Surely he's heard the show. Great to have you here, Gil. How are you going? Good, although you guys with mugs of water and I brought wine, I'm feeling a bit sort of like I, got, I missed my breath. Hey, it is a very nice wine. Um, we did aim to not ask you any football questions and after the first three minutes, I think anyone that does ask, ask a football question is going to get buzzed out and sent out of Judcor. But the issue that has been revolving around today, Damien, with the story you broke, just bring us up to date with that and then uh, exactly what happened earlier on with you and your article on the AFL website. Oh, just as we were talking about how, how we, uh, Sam Murray calling the player, uh, at, this, at this stage there's a, a sample A that's been recorded uh, from him on a match day occasion to what I believe to be cocaine, certainly an illicit drug. If the sample B comes back in the same uh, fashion as in a positive, he has got a, a very serious time ahead of him uh, with regards to the potential for four years, Ben. Your article you put out today on social media, I clicked on it, ready to read it, and then it was gone. What happened? Yeah, it did disappear for a matter of 15, 15 16 minutes. It was just tweaked, Howie. And typo? No, it wasn't a typo. It was, it, was, it was removed, Gil. You might plagiarism. be able to fill in the blanks here a little bit. Um, <laughs> plagiarism. plagiarism issues, mate? No, definitely no plagiarism. <laughs> it was an exclusive, uh, Jody. Okay. It, was, it was taken down, but Pate, then Pate. very quickly put back up, which is not all that uncommon, but it did go missing for about 15 did minutes. Did Gil yes. get to you? Take it off the AFL well, website? Well, it had nothing to do with not? me in the end. It went back up. It went back up. Um, you sound a bit coy what, at the moment. Well, well I'd like to know what did happen to it, Gil. <laughs> Um, I was enjoying that, not being invited to speak. <laughs> <laughs> if all interviews could be like this, where I could just sit watch you guys, it'd be perfect. It wouldn't Maybe be these perfect. guys could open that wine. Um, yeah. um, I got called by the general counsel early, and um, was very aware of our um, legal obligations under our arrangement with ASADA. And the, league, the guys down at AFL Media, you know, they... We've got an agreement with Damo and he's an independent journal and, and publishes basically, you know, independent views about everything. And uh, I think it had been illegal from a, from a perspective of defamation and other stuff and it hadn't been quite legal in the context of our arrangement with Asada. So he wanted some changes made in that context. So that's what happened. It was um, pulled off and the changes were made which gave our general counsel a bit more comfort. How did you feel when your article wasn't there, Damo? I did wonder where it was, but at the same time, <laughs> well, it, it, well ha- look, it, it happens. I mean, it happens on the Herald Sun. Were you happy and, and with the changes? It's, it, the story's up still, Bernie, and that's the yeah. thing. I mean, the Herald Sun can bang on about the independence of of AFL dot com dot au, but they've got their own conflicts, and and they don't like talking about them. So if they want to go down that path, we can and we'll go down that path as well. But where ult- are you referring to Gill as Chairman Mao? <laughs> Early on in the day, and trying to control the media around the AFL. True or false? I, I find what, that, I find that I a bit offensive. If to I was be chairman oh, now, it wouldn't have gone up at all. <laughs> no, and, that's, uh, and I can tell you, the, the blowback for having it published on the AFL website it vindicates that it's yeah. it's independence and it's 
It creates problems, but that, that's, that's how it is. Hey, do you want to change pace? We'll, we'll leave that demo story. That's yeah. it. No more footy questions. No, 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 I've, I've got one important one later. All right. But, uh, Gil, you've uh, sat down across the table from Rupert Murdoch and done deals with Kerry Stokes. You've negotiated one of the biggest media deals in sports history in Australia. When you walk into Judcorp, do you feel like uh, sitting alongside the CEO here that you're in the presence of that sort of uh, greatness? Well, I mean, the power's on, but that's about it, isn't it? <laughs> we'd, we'd take the price little, tag off half generators keeping these microphones going. There's, I presume there's no, there's no wine available because there's no glasses. I don't know. but We worry they're washing money through here again. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're worried about. I was wondering, actually, this furniture looks like that stuff that uh, was recycled out of uh, AFL Media, is it? <laughs> and there's no stationery in the jaws. There's no, Someone no, said to me that this stuff had gone before the hard rubbish day, so maybe that's what it is here. <laughs> What is the key? Can you just tell Chris what is the key to being a CEO of a major organisation? I'm president and CEO. I'll just cut you off. Okay, okay. Just cut you off and founder. Can and, you give and, him any advice? Because he looks like he's floundering a well, touch. Well, I think Juddy could give me advice. For, as far as someone who's gaining a lot of traction as a commercial operator and businessman who doesn't really seem to have anything to do, <laughs> and as far as I can tell, has no businesses to make money, this is a pretty good start. <laughs> do you so see him as a It feels like you're going down a sort of Alan Bond style approach. <laughs> Heavy debt, It was a long time ago, Gil, but would uh, have the Vizzy deal got ticked off uh, under your watch? <laughs> yeah. That almost sounds like a bit serious, but um, well, I think the proof was in the pudding that it got vetoed in the end, so I think that the, uh, the, the most recent decision stands. Once we knocked recycling on the head, there was no point to keep going. You were right, the hard work was done and, and we moved. And it paid for this great furniture, didn't it? <laughs> That's exactly right. Hey, Gil, you don't like promoting this, but you do have a soft spot for St Kilda, as Luke Darcy has for the Western Bulldogs. We tire of uh, Luke telling us how he found Luke Beveridge out of nowhere and and we tire of Luke telling us how he single-handedly won the uh, 2016 the, uh, Premiership. They're just the facts, don't they? The, the sky riding was a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do the same for uh, the Saints? <laughs> no. There's, um, I stay well away from, uh, from club decisions generally. There's the odd occasion uh, where we've been involved and people know about that historically. Where there was, you know, there's been a couple of clubs and in, in my time, but uh, St Kilda won't be one of them. Gil... Hamish and I were uh, <laughs> laughing the other day, suggesting that you've got a move, a power move that we loved, and we love power moves, where I suggested something to you, and as soon as I'd finished the suggestion, you went, I'll absolutely get onto that, and then you started a completely different sentence and, and then asked me a favour. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we walked out, yeah, we might look into that, and we walked out, and I was like, he's not going <laughs> to... He hasn't taken even in what I said, no, but... That's true, because I have no idea what <laughs> <laughs> So but if was... you did ask for something, I... <laughs> It was an incredible and I do, move. And I do remember what I asked you for. <laughs> exactly. It was an incredible move just to come straight out of the gate. I'll absolutely get onto that. And while you're at it... This is what I need back. Yes. I like it. Um, what was so it? I had suggested... And this is, one, this is a footy question. I know we weren't meant to talk footy, eh. but I was, I was suggesting that could we, in the, the, the bye week between the finals and the season have the under-18 competition so we can see all the draftees go at it mm. and for everyone who's knocked out of the competition sit there and go, oh, well, this is the kid they're talking about It's going to go, one, we could get this guy, we could get this guy. Andy, we've been in the show for three years. That's the most sensible <laughs> football opinion <laughs> yes. that has been raised, how, how, how awesome would that be? Yeah, well, I'll look into it. <laughs> How do you escape it, Gil? Every time you open your mouth, you're in the headlines, you're in the newspaper, you're on the news every second night. How do you escape the job? You've got one of your, your lovely young blokes in here with you today. How do you spend time away from what is, I would imagine, an all-encompassing role? 
Um, well, you, you make decisions about priorities and clearly kids and family. And if I get half a day, I'll, we're lucky enough to have a little block down on the uh, edge of the Otways there. So we'll, we'll, I'll get down there and that's as good a time as I can have away from And can you else. shut it out when you get there? 100%. So I can, if I can get down there for three or four hours, it's like a weekend. You've got the horses down there, Gil? You still get yeah. out? And, um... Yeah, I'll, I'll jump on a horse if I can and uh, poke around in the in the wind and the in the up and down the hills and that is... You know, surface is patchy. Uh, I don't bother taking the phone out of the car, and if I can get four hours, it's fantastic. Do you find it hard to give your actual opinion on things due to the gotcha-type environment that the media's created now? Do you catch yourself speaking a lot, going, this is just party-line stuff? I said to my wife, I'll, I'll write a book at the end of this, which is called What I Really Think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will, will, um, you, will you do that? That's a, that's a good no. idea. That is a very good idea. Um, but, I mean, football players find themselves in the same situation, yeah, you don't do. they? And, and more and more with a, um, you know, the, the news cycle that's for four hours and, and clickbait. So you, you, you find yourself, I always tell the truth, I always give as honest answer I can. But anything, you know, you, you, you play within a V and you score singles rather than try and hit boundaries mostly. Do you think there'll be a cost to your ability to think clearly if you're not actually saying what you think for an extended period of time? Um. It was a bit cost of my ability. Sorry, I was thinking about something. I think else. if people can't speak, well, I think you said there's, there's no idea that if, <laughs> if people can't speak freely for an extended period, it's hard to think freely because language and thought go so hand in glove. Do you think if you spend too long in a position where you can't speak freely, there's a cost to your efficiency of thought? Potentially, I, I think that um, by being constrained a lot, that you um, you you potentially miss stuff. It just, it just means that uh, – I don't know if – I think that has limitations. It's just part of the role and I accept that uh, it, what it comes with. It does mean you feel dull at times. It does mean that you um, um, you need to be concentrating at times and it, there are times when I when I um, am not concentrating and will create a headline. I know it's a, it's a binary correlation. So you just – you make sure you're concentrating and then you – and you. And you play, you play a straight bat. The CEO of the AFL, Gil McLaughlin, is going to stick around. Andy Lee is sticking around. Talking about hard footy questions. you got one for Juddy, haven't you, about the Blues? Oh, yeah, he's a board member now. Yeah. Talk so to me. Is it all solved? Yep, all fixed. All part of the 36-year plan, Endo. We've got them right where we want them. This is exactly where we want them. Rope a dope. Yep. Fantastic. Do you need to go, brother? You've still got I'm an gonna, issue with your I'm bottom. I'm going to get out of here. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Juddy, do you have one of those little kind of nana... Lift the soprano, that, yeah, little, little, yeah, the, the soprano. That, that go down the staircase, or have I got to tackle that myself? You got to tackle. That. So we'll get some are. of the staff down to help you out. Okay. <laughs> Andy, thanks for coming, in, mate. Guys, we appreciate it. Great to see you, and hopefully, uh, medically, you're all sorted out very soon. The CEO of the AFL is going to stick around. If you want to see what it's like inside Judd Corp, just jump on Insta Stories at Triple M Footy, and you'll see exactly what does or doesn't happen here. Gil is going to stick around as we lead up to Port Adelaide versus Essendon for the Mitsubishi Triton. This is the Triple M Friday Huddle for McDonald's. Triple M, Rocks footy. I'm not sure they're working Monday to Wednesday in at Judd Corp. Port Adelaide taking on Essendon. Mark Howe with you, the CEO of Judd Corp, Chris Judd. You've got Luke Darcy, Damien Barrett, Nathan Brown, and the CEO of the AFL, Gil McLaughlin, has been kind enough to give up some of his time on a Friday night. We said we're not going to speak any more football to you, Gil, but your own playing footy career down at Uni Blues, what type of player were you? Uh, very average, sort of skinny sausage arms. Um, <laughs> Just a survivor, basically, How? yeah. What was the best thing you ever did playing for that footy team? Was there one moment when it all came together for you? Um, no, listen, I was okay. Um, 
I love playing down there. I still knock about. I still. I'm going there tomorrow. They've got a relegation game against Old Scotch, so the. Uh, Where are they now? Are they still in A. In A grade, yeah. Right. They were, they finished second last year, and I thought they had a better team this year. It's so tight, and so you get a couple of injuries or a couple of things go the wrong way. It all. That's the beauty of relegation, and yeah, I love the amateurs. So I'll be there tomorrow, with guys who um, I played with for ten years. We've all got kids my age. Well, you know, you turn up there, and you know there'll be a crew there, so it's fun. Do you ever snag five or six? Ever do anything really special? Uh, I kick seven and a half. Ooh, mm. seven nice. and a half. Mm. Like every, every kid dreams of being, uh, if you want to be an AFL player, dreams of being their hero. Mine was Wayne Johnson growing up. Juddies was Andrew Wills. When you were kicking ball around the backyard, who did you want to be? <laughs> I wanted to be the Jumbo Prince, Rick Davies, <laughs> who played for Sturt. He's now in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, You guys Jumbo. might not know him. Oh, absolutely. One of the great uh, players and one of the great characters and his speech at the Hall of Fame well, night. You saw him and what he was at that yeah. night when he was held court. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of Victorians knew who he was, but he had 150 goals in a year in, I think, 83. Yep. He came over late. He went to Hawthorne when he was about 28 or 9. Too Didn't late. quite work out. And he was a ruck. He tried to play as a ruck when he was only 6'3 or something. But he was um, a character, full forward, played for Sturdo, I followed. Um, he was the guy. The jump, and, and the best nickname in football, the Jumbo Prince. Jumbo Prince is a, is a good nickname. nickname. Yeah. Yeah, we saw you, last week Jack Revolt shave under his arms. <laughs> Did he? What do you think would drive a man to do that? <laughs> I don't know, but if I'd known about that before tonight, I might have had him suspended. Or something. <laughs> Has that been confirmed? Because we picked that up in the coverage. You had your binoculars on, I and did, I've taken and you I... on your word for it. And uh, now I've gone to the sea. I'll be well, highly embarrassed right. if it's actually incorrect. I'm sure because I get a report out of the footy ops meeting <laughs> on Mondays. I'm sure if it had happened, I would have come up. It's a worry. It's just a two watch anyway. Gil, you, you'd like a, uh, a punt, um, responsibly, of course. Uh, can you rank from four to one, and one being the best, uh, the four mares that have been great in your punting lifetime? Sunline, Maccabi Diva, Black Caviar, and, and, and Wings. They're the four. In, yeah. ra- name them in order? Can you rank, rank them in order? That's the order uh, they raced in, but the yeah, order, uh, order you rank them in. Yeah, I think, um, I think now Winks has to be one. Um, it's very difficult, isn't it? I reckon... Um, I'm going to go Maccabi Diva 2 for what I mean winning three Melbourne Cups is just something else and, and then she went and won a Cox Plate was, yeah. wasn't even prepped for it and ran 14 wide they were so confident and then Black Caviar unbeaten 3 and Sunline pretty stiff to get 4 really but yeah. I'm happy with that that order As far yeah. as the horses go you're very famous for what you wore a long time ago down <laughs> yeah. the Warnable races Gil um, was uh, that, that was, That's a bit like um Bit like we're talking about being in the media. Ever since I've sort of walked, gone out in um, so, so Perichinos. So and a, this is even affecting what shirt. you can wear now. <laughs> yeah, Harry, for those who don't remember, it was a mustard jacket and a cap that, that is tattooed into my memory. No, and, and, and don't forget a sort of some half-assed waistcoat as well. <laughs> Flat cap with a mustard jacket. Yeah. And a... It was. Hey, I think you're five years into the CEO role. Yeah, about that. Five. Yep, this is my fifth year. Um, it, Next chapter for you, whenever that may be. We hope you're there for, for as long as you possibly want. Have you, are you eyeing off uh, another role in life? Would you stay in sport? You've been linked to other big jobs before in the past. Is there a thought about what the next part of your life might be? Not really, Dust. No, I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Um, I think when you start looking around, uh, it'll be time to go. And I'm not looking around at the moment. Um, you know, it's clearly everyone has a tenure. And you, and, but at the moment, I'm enjoying the role. We've got things to do. Um, got some exciting stuff coming up with the, the development down there of Eddie Head and the Docklands. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's lots of, uh, there at the moment that's keeping me pretty busy, so that's where I'm focused. 
we're speaking to Gil McLaughlin, you could go into voiceover artist work because you got a really nice. Deep... I had someone put that to me once. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's obviously when I start thinking about the th- things on my list. <laughs> hey, your bro's killing it. Your brother Hamish is absolutely killing it. The job he's doing on the, the Seven Network. What was he like as a young man growing up? Um, cheeky, um, soft. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> we were, we're, we've been very close from a young age, but he, um, I had to get him out of a lot of trouble. He, uh, sometimes his, his physicality didn't match his, um, <laughs> his verbosity. Um, he, I'm very proud of what he's doing and how he's going, and uh, he's you know, decided that's what he wanted to do, and he's put everything into it, and I think he's, he's going well. And you still play polo, you guys? A bit, yeah. No, right. We do so in the summer, so um, it's hard. don't have much time, but I would play... I don't know. My wife will say that's rubbish, but I'd say six weekends over the summer. Um, and if I can play with, we we'll play with home, and we have a good time. It's a good. It, you know, obviously love the horses, and we breed them, and uh, um, it's it's a way of still playing some decent sport. Do you go to Portsea? Judd Corbett quite like passionate about the the Portsea polo <laughs> skill. Mm-hmm. Could you? Judd Corp are quite big supporters of the Portsea Polo. Could it you see yourself like dusting off the mustard jacket down there singing to Johnny Farnham? Duke was heavily involved uh, last I've year. I've never seen Chris Judd in his element more than at the Portsea <laughs> Polo. In fact, uh, he had a marquee, uh, Gil, that might amuse you, which was named after himself. <laughs> and then when they played uh, You're the Voice by John Farnham, everyone on the marquee carried Juddy on their shoulders and, uh, I wouldn't mind having a look what sort of kit you were in. I reckon you were probably uh, he had the a fashion, master jacket and a flat cap. Fashion and forward. He yeah. had the Porsche Polo look, which is the shorts and jacket. Uh, in fact, <laughs> yeah. we can send you uh, the short suit. The short suit. That's <laughs> yeah. right. There is a getting. He's getting. Oh, a this bit is of, actually uh, for real. <laughs> yeah, no, we're mate. I'm now looking at a video of Jody in front of six people. Would you like to be a part of that next year? Would With you like to be number seven? Obviously there. paid to put him on the shoulder. Um. No, I, don't, I think that's for you, mate. Okay. I, I do, I've been down to the Portsy Polo. You've played at the Portsy Polo. I've seen yeah, you out there. Yeah, that, that was a, for a different era. Um, <laughs> it's a wonderful game. The tactics of it, I just find. Yeah, I, I can see there you're really watching it. <laughs> Darling. Gil, we all understand, well, most of us understand in this room the importance of your position, the seniority of the position, and the respect with the, the position needs to be treated in. Um, Nate's got something he wants to do oh, that no. he rang me during the week. Um, oh, this is a concern. Yeah, no. he's upset people before. He upset the uh, man in charge of the Swans, Andrew, Andrew Pridham, famously. Well, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> well, I'm going to leave this with you, Nate, and just back away and say I don't want anything to do with it. So we're doing the voices here, are we? <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't really build oh. that up that well, Mark. Mark. But uh, So the first one, every week this, this year we've had a special guest come in and we've played them six voices from their football club, and the last voice on that list has always been your voice, that nice deep voice you've got, and nobody. I get a run every week. Every I? week. Every week you get a run. And, uh, Am I so saying the same thing every week? Yes, or? the same thing every week. So here's a montage of I all like the players it. getting... I like getting, it. Well, this is a montage Until. of how the players responded, Nate, when they heard Gil's voice. This was your idea. You'd never rule it out. Uh, I looked to a um, you know, three- to a five-year view. We've got a, a plan through to 2021. Who's that? <laughs> You're yeah. McLaughlin, the CEO. Oh, he's still saying, who's that? Ooh. Oh, Big Proustie didn't get this one either. Big, big picture. I, I like the fact that this is... No, this no one's is, got this yet. This is getting all of our... Gil McLaughlin. Gil. Have you had your hearing tested, Blake, at all? <laughs> I'm, I mean, there's I'm a medical not, issue holding you back. You don't seem to be... Uh, I'm, one of, I'm not really a footy type guy. <laughs> I think Blake goes home and watches a lot of Netflix. 
This has stumped a lot of our yeah. current day players, and I'm told words filtering back to this individual, and he's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You might have to think outside the screw a little bit. Triple M mystery pack on the line. Jagged pants. Three. Geez, you're taking a long oh, time. Oh, no, I don't know. Oh. oh. Is it balmy? No. <laughs> you're my <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, another voice. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Replay? no, sorry, no, no replay. replay. Do replays. Oh, no. Come on. It's someone high up. I just... Oh, yeah. stick oh, with that thought. Spence is killing me. It's not Xavier Campbell. No. Oh, that was just a thought bubble. <laughs> <laughs> so that was all the people that got it wrong. And I came all the here way up. with a bit, bit of a bounce. Well, as I said, it was, Nath- it was Nathan's, it was Nathan's <laughs> idea. All this the way up to round 23, and then we had one player get it right. You'd never rule it out. Uh, I look to a um, you know, three to a five-year view. We've got a, a plan it's through deep, to 2021. That would where we would get... Oh! Oh! Arazio yeah! Fantasia. That is a player you shouldn't well, support. I can tell you what, he's going to get a good run with him. <laughs> <laughs> Something. He's a good name for your Brownlow night, uh, Ratsia. I reckon you can give that a little bit of zing. How much work are you putting in now, Gil? Cause it's a big night for, for you. No, not doing any work at the moment, uh, Das. But do um, you know what's the hardest part? Essendon. Saying that if they get all three votes and you've got you know, and Channel 7 going, we want you to go fast now. Oh, Fantasia, Essendon, you know, Essendon three votes. Oh, it's... That's the hardest part. The names are okay. You he pronounce t- it having Fantasia? said that, I'll completely. You pronounce it Fantasia, Gil? Yeah. Not Fantasia, as it's mm. correctly pronounced. If it's Fantasia, I'm still going to call it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, we no. thought tonight we would give you six voices yes. here for you right to on. guess who these are. Here's the first one. It's a, a really wonderful week on our calendar. It's a significant week. Every year it's got bigger and bigger. We're expecting in excess of about 80,000 people this Saturday night. Alex Dimitriades. <laughs> <laughs> do you keep in touch with the former boss? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. Here's number two. I think, you know, we've all been here before, um, but obviously there's a sense of uh, excitement and a sense of, um, you know, a new beginning. Jay Hurd. Yes, two from two. two. From two. Now, sh- Gil, you could win the Triple M Mystery Pack, which includes Very the potential... The potential to go in the running for tickets to the AFL Grand Final, which is going to be extraordinary for you. Boom. I must say, there's, Boom. Only, there's only two two current players on this list, and this is one of them. I um, got through some training Saturday. I've got to get through Tuesday and Thursday, but it feels really good. So, um, tick a couple more boxes, and I'll be right to go. It's a bit of a strange one to be on there, to be honest. <laughs> That does feel a bit he tough. Tra- he might be, he might be playing tonight. Tra- Travis Boke. That's tough. That is yeah, very serious. tough. <laughs> I don't write this stuff. I just get it delivered to don't me. Don't away from it now. No. Okay, here's the next one. Oh. I reckon he was very close to having a horrific moment on Friday night. So on the back of what we've seen in recent weeks, he misses here with the left jab. Yeah, that's a difficult one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Oh. I'm going to have a stab in the dark. <laughs> the guy whose head I had to put in a cattle grush to <laughs> keep him calm down. Yeah, right. Three from four. Next one. To be home again and keep a close eye on it. It's exciting. Watch the Bulldogs win their premiership. First one since 1954. We can dream, right? <laughs> Thor. Yes. Oh, yeah, well really done. Good. Really yeah, good well done. Yeah. All right. Two to go. This is another current player. You've got to rule out the boat. I was over the moon. Uh, just got the win and kicked two snags. Uh, it's unreal. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, Jackie Higgins. Oh, yeah. nice. Very good. Nice. And here's the last one. 
feel like a lot of the hard work's been done over the last couple of years and we can see that the team's really starting to get a little bit of belief and uh, become way more competitive this year. Chris Fagan. Yes, hey, very good. I think that's a triple M mystery pack. The, 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 the Boke one was too hard. Yeah, 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 the the one was I'm not even hard. sure that was him. <laughs> do you still love watching the footy? You're so involved in it, you're immersed in it, as we discussed. You, it's nice to get away from it down the Otways when you can, but you still love turning it on or turning up and watching the footy? Yeah, I do, clearly. Um, um, it is, you are invested in every game, whether it's about the umpiring or you know, not going wrong and you want a close game every game and you want trying to get every team to 11 and 11. It's, you know, it's, I love it because you, you are invested in every game and wanting to go well and to be tight and think about crowds and ratings and results. So, you know, there's, there's that there's sort of you feel like a supporter in every game. But I, but I, but I, you know, I love football and that's part of the reason why I'm here. And how often, when you're having a coffee or having dinner, does someone come up and say, "Hey, I got a few ideas as to how you can change, fix"? How often? How often doesn't it happen? Do you say? How often does it happen? It happens all the time, does it? Quite a lot. That's right. part of that's. This is the the responsibility you have because this is means so much to so many people. And, it's a and tremendous responsibility, isn't it? It is, and that's that's I take that seriously. And so I hopefully have never turned anyway or not listened to them because it's really important to a lot of people and for many people decides whether they're happy or sad on a weekly basis. So yeah. it's, it's their game and that's my responsibility is to, to listen to people. I think that's where Gil developed the technique Andy Lee told us about. <laughs> I'm right onto that. I'll get back to you. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm tapering off there. <laughs> hey, Gil, we appreciate you coming in. We know it's a Friday night. Uh, go back and spend some time with your family. Good luck with everything coming up with the finals and moving forward. No problem. Do you fleece everyone for a bottle of wine every week? Yeah, yeah. Tell them they've got to bring wine. We call it, we call it a tax. We're going to drink that as soon as you Look at the contribution from the uh, of the AFL. A nice Octavius 2012. That's That'll a ripper dust, that one. Pretty happy Yolanda, with that. Yeah. Yep. We, very, the Barossa will take that too. Nice stick for the yeah. Yeah, CEO. You can stick that. around and listen to uh, Judge Juddy. Are you, are you telling me you've never heard Judge Juddy? No, is it worth staying No, for? I suggest you leave right now. Um... Stick around. I'll be interested in your opinion. You can do as you please, but thanks for coming in, mate. We thanks, really Gil. appreciate it. Well, Gil McLaughlin, the CEO of the AFL. Port Adelaide versus Essendon kicks off in 47 minutes' time. Can Port squeeze their way into the top eight? Judge Juddy will be in the house next for the Mitsubishi Triton. This is the Triple M Friday Huddle. McDonald's, Triple M, Rocks Footy.